Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. If you're new to Queer Stories, welcome. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Head out to your local bookseller to buy the Queer Stories book and enjoy listening to this incredible archive of stories by LGBTQI plus Australians. Scout Boxall is a comedian, clown and lo-fi misandrist based in Nam. After making it to the Raw Comedy National Finals last year, they trained at the Philippe Collier Clown School and performed in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival under the Tessa Waters Mentorship Program. They performed this story in Melbourne in 2019. Last year, I went to a footy oval in Parkville and I killed a man. I stabbed him in the gut and then when he groaned and begged for mercy, I shoved his body in the dirt and put a foot on his gut to pull the blade free. Then someone blew a whistle and the dead man rose up and he shook my hand and he said, that was actually pretty good. That was my first experience of LARP or live action role play. (laughs) I was wearing a thrifted kilt, wielding a latex sword borrowed from a mate, and I joined a couple of hundred other players, and I lost all touch with reality for a few hours. (laughs) I was fighting in between uh, traffic cone palisades, I was trading blows with enemies while dodging flying arrows, I became the intrepid warrior I wanted to be as a kid. And one year on, I'm fully addicted, like fully addicted. I attend Swordcraft, which is a pre-1600s Warhammer Universe battle game and quest world, each week, religiously. And a couple of weeks ago, the LGBTQ plus LARPers of Victoria and I braved 40-degree heat in full armour to march in pride. <laughs> a lot of the people watching Pride as we were marching We're just saying, we don't know what you're doing, but we love it. (laughs) Um, LARP is basically Dungeons and Dragons for people who have a greater disposable income, an unquenchable thirst for escapism and far lower thresholds of (laughs) self-consciousness. We get up to 400 players in weekly battles and Swordcraft's week-long events are the largest LARPs in the country. We fight with weapons and they look real, but they're adapted for safety. They have like spongy padded arrow tips, replica carbine rifles from the 16th century with bands made from surgical tubing that are fired with a slingshot mechanism. And if you ask someone who they are in character at LARP, they'll reply with something like, I am Zenobius (laughs) of Eldenor. Chief warrior elf of chaos. I was abandoned as a child and taken in by the priests of darkness. And now I wish to fight for my own name. And then later on you find out they're a plasterer from Dandenong called Jeff. (laughs) The beauty of LARP is that you get to be a protagonist and to build a character and a world that fulfills your deepest desires for power, wealth, status, belonging and excitement. LARP sometimes turns into a game of 100 protagonists and no secondary characters. Because who wants to be locked in an algorithm of wake, work, pay bills, cook meals, honour your siege and lord, call your parents, that's life. (laughs) LARP is also one of the few places where adults have permission to indulge their imagination or to pursue crafts that are rarely considered worthwhile or commercially viable in the outside world. But mostly to be part of a community that embraces the things that we all copped shit for in high school, whether that was painting Warhammer figurines, 
doing spells in our backyard to see the elves, watching anime, or learning Latin by correspondence as I did. <laughs> You'd never guess, would you? Swordcraft is a really broad church and a very complex social and political world. You get ruddy-cheeked tradies and cops drinking mead alongside polyamorous, purple-haired anarchist uni students. You get Viking reenactors dueling with traditionally trained samurai swordsmen. You get high fantasy folks who love wielding staffs and spells. And then you get replica. And then you get folks who tend to mords, sorry, folks who tend more towards reenactment, who love using replica period weapons, hand sew their own clothes to patterns taken from archaeological finds, the real history nerds of the LARP world. The first time I hit the LARP battlefield, I went by she, her pronouns. But I was usually assumed to be just a very weedy guy instead of a gutsy tomboy. Because in the heat of battle, anyone with short hair wielding a weapon and wearing more than a corset and elf ears is usually considered to be a dude. And a couple of times, I'm a longbow archer. <laughs> Not to brag. A couple of times, I would fire a shot down a shield wall through a line of fighters, and I would hear someone cry, get him! Wait, no, get her! And by the time they'd figured out who or what I was, I had already shot another three arrows and killed them where they stood. <laughs> Thank you. In LARP, my androgyny made me kind of lethal. And I, I really liked it. Um, it reminded me a bit of when I was a kid and when I really relished being a little bit of a gender fuck. Um, in high school, I went through a series of ill-advised, darky short haircuts and I got my aunt to alter all the shirts and, and shorts I bought from Lowe's to fit my tiny body. I would hang out in the boys' section at Target and General Pants and I would just run my hands over the rack of clothes. Um, and then when I was 15, I downloaded If These Walls Could Talk too, illegally on Pirate Bay. And I watched Chloe Sevigny walk into a 1950s butch bar with slicked back hair, breasts bound with bandages, slacks and an oversized blazer. And I literally felt my body ringing and shuddering like a bell. And the next day, I went to the chemist down the road from my house and I bought 10 packets of bandages. And for about a month, I would go to school and I would stash the bandages in my PE bag and then I would wrap my chest up good and tight in the bathroom cubicle. And then soon enough, my mum noticed the red and puckered skin around my ribs and then she caught me binding at home. And she took the bandages gently out of my hands and she said, don't do that ever again, Mads. You're going to hurt yourself. And for the record, she was totally right. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was binding unevenly, too tight, and with the wrong type of material. I felt lightheaded, and it was hard to breathe, and my chest ached, but I was so obsessed with chasing that euphoria, that ringing bell. Binding with bandages, like I did, or duct tape, or cling film, or too tight sports bras, particularly for full days at school or work, puts a huge strain on your breast tissue, your skin, your back, your ribs. Whenever I've been in a really difficult situation, even before LARP, I've imagined myself as going into battle. My mum and my sister are standing on either side of me and they're fastening this golden armour around my body and it's the most intense, powerful feeling of being loved and held and protected. When I was verbally and emotionally abused by a director in front of the entire cast and crew of a Midsummer show, gays can be cruel too, 
the armour was there. When I commuted to work past signs saying vote no and had pamphlets stuffed in my letterbox calling my queer family paedophiles and abusers and devil worshippers, the armour was there. And then the first time I wore real armour on the battlefield, I felt that same strength and self-assurance and self-possession flood my entire body. I loved the delicious feeling of being encased in metal, which is balm to an anxious egg like myself. And the next day I bought a white binder online, which I'm wearing tonight. Uh, and wearing this binder is kind of somewhere between a hug and a breastplate. I love the way it changes my body and how it feels, how it appears and takes up space, how my clothes fit off my shoulders. It's given me a greater appreciation for my body's gentleness and toughness, all its contradictions, my wiry armpit hair, my puckered thighs, and my strong calves and my soft belly. My binder is everyday armour, which helps me weather this world that we all have to live in, a world of insidious binaries and crushing intolerance. And it's something that lets me live my life like LARP, as my own protagonist, on my own terms, always shifting and evolving. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book. Hope to see you at one of the events soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.